friends. Are you looking for a new podcast? Maybe something you can share with your littles? Something that has some storytelling in it? Well, then look no further. We have Storytime with Philip and Mommy, where my son and I sit and discuss all the great books that you might love while we read them. So, Little Golden Books, Berenstain Bears, and even the new classics like Bluey. We sit down, we read, we discuss, and we have so much fun doing it. Come and join us. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, it's the Reading Bug. Today's episode of Reading Bug Adventures is sponsored by Sourcebooks, an independent publisher that is changing lives book by book. This year, Sourcebooks has a special book out that celebrates the 50th anniversary of the moon landing called Moon's First Friends by Susanna Leonard Hill. Please support our sponsor by purchasing Moon's First Friends and other great titles from Sourcebooks at thereadingbug.com or your local independent bookstore. Hello, reader. Welcome to another Reading Bug Adventure. This week, it's a bonus full-story episode of our magic adventure with our wizard friend Easton and his pal, the Spelling Bee. Sadly, this is also our very last episode of the season. But don't worry, we're already hard at work writing and recording new original music and stories, and expect to be back for more Reading Bug Adventures in the fall. Thank you for listening. Reading Bug Adventures is created, written, and produced by The Reading Bug, our family-owned, independent children's bookstore, where we're on a mission to educate, entertain, and engage young readers everywhere. Our entire family thanks you for your continued support of this podcast, Reading Bug Box, and our bookstore, and all the other programs we offer. If you haven't already, please be sure to check out our book subscription at readingbugbox.com. Each box, delivered to your doorstep, is matched to the unique age, interests, and reading level of your reader. Reading Bug Box ships nationwide, directly from our bookstore, and connects children and their parents to me and our staff of children's book experts, helping you find the perfect books to inspire and excite your child, no matter their interests or reading skill. And as the child's interests and skills grow, our selections grow along with them. Every box is personalized, making it a unique and special gift for any occasion. You can learn even more about The Reading Bug, our family, and our store by visiting thereadingbug.com, where you can feel great about shopping with an independent business and browse and purchase from a selection of millions of titles for children or grown-ups. There's even free delivery across the U.S. on any orders greater than $25. And finally, before we begin our adventure, there are a few people I want to thank. Reading Bug Adventures is mixed and mastered by the great team at Resonate Recordings, and our podcast is made possible by our sponsors and listeners like you. If you love what we're doing, please support us at patreon.com, and make sure you review and recommend us so we can continue to grow our audience. Thank you so much for your support. We couldn't do this without you. Okay, reader, are you ready for another adventure with me and the Reading Bug? Then what are we waiting for? Let's fly, it's time for a Reading Bug Adventure. It's a Reading Bug Adventure. There's lots of fun in store. Just inside our book bag, there's new places to explore. Grab your crayons and paper and your imaginations too. The Reading Bug and I can't wait to share our trip with you. Reader, hi, over here. Thanks so much for joining me in another adventure. I've been wondering and wondering where the Reading Bug's magic book bag might be taking us today, haven't you? Do you have any guesses? Well, I'm sure wherever we're going, it's going to be incredible. It always is. I'm eager to get going. 
But where's the reading bug? We're not going anywhere today if she doesn't show up. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, introducing the Great Bugini! The Great Bugini? What in the world is that silly bug talking about? Look over there, reader. Here comes the reading bug, and she's wearing a long cape, a tall black top hat, and she's carrying a small black wand with a white tip. I think she's dressed up as a magician. Prepare to be awed and amazed by the greatest magic show on Earth. You'll see magic that will stun your senses as I pull a live rabbit from my hat and walk through solid walls. Pull a rabbit out of a hat? Walk through walls? <laughs> that does sound amazing. Reader, I think we should watch the great Bugini's magic show, don't you? Reading Bug, I didn't know you could do magic. I'm the great Bugini, not the reading bug. And yes, I've been reading lots and lots of books about magic and magicians. They're so good, I decided to become a magician myself. I brought some of the books with me today in my magic book bag. See? I brought Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone by J.K. Rowling, Merlin Missions by Mary Pope Osborne, The New Vanishing Coin by Kate Egan and Mike Lane, and Pip Bartlett's Guide to Magical Creatures by Maggie Stiefvater. Those sound like excellent books, Reading Bug. Er, great bugini. But do any of them teach you how to do magic tricks? I also brought Who Was Harry Houdini by Tui Sutherland, The Magicians of Elephant County by Adam Perry, and The Magic Misfits by Neil Patrick Harris. Wow, you really have been reading a lot about magic and magicians. But some of those books, like Harry Potter, are fiction which means they're about made-up magical places and creatures. And some of those books are non-fiction, like the ones about Harry Houdini. Those ones are about real-life magicians, but it doesn't sound like any of them actually teach you how to do magic. How are you planning on pulling a rabbit out of your hat if you haven't read any books that instruct you how to do magic tricks? Lauren, don't be silly. You don't need instructions. It's magic. All you need is a wand and the right magic words. Watch. Ladies and gentlemen, I will now pull a live rabbit out of my hat. Watch me wave my wand and say the magic words, Hocus Pocus, and voila! Hey, where's the rabbit? I waved my wand and said Hocus Pocus and nothing. Reading bug, that's because you're trying to do a magic trick. You need to learn how the trick works first. No, no, Lauren. I must have just waved my wand wrong. Let me try again. Hocus Pocus! Hey, what's happening? Reader, are you still here? When the reading bug waved her wand, it turned completely dark in here. I can't see anything. Reading bug, what did you do? Magic! I told you! Oh, good, the lights are back on. That was really weird. As soon as the reading bug said, Hocus Pocus, it got very, very dark. But it looks like everything is back to normal again. Except look. Hmm, still no rabbit in here. Uh, reading bug, look at your book bag. Oh, hey, yeah, look, it's big. And that's not all. Reader, look, the book bag is moving. 
there's something inside. Quickly, back away! You're right, Lauren. Maybe that's where my rabbit went. The lights have stopped flashing, and everything seems calm again. But where are we? That doesn't sound like a rabbit reading bug. Who's in there? I'm not sure. We could be anywhere. Why don't we hop out and I-N-V-E-S-T-I-G-A-T-E. Investigate. Whatever or whoever is in the book bag is coming out now. Watch out! Reader, look! It's a boy. But he's dressed very oddly. He's wearing a long blue robe and a blue pointed hat covered with silver stars and gold crescent moons. And he's not alone! There's a bug flying next to him that he seems to be talking to. Is that a bee? And Reader, look! He's holding out his arm in front of him, and in his hand is a small polished stick. Do you think that could be a wand? Where are we? I've never seen any place like this before. Have you, Bee? Quickly, let's get ourselves back home. Great idea. Try Lacus. L-A-C-U-S. Lacus. If you think clearly of our home while saying it, the spell should bring us back there. Thanks. No need to stick around here longer than we have to. I've got a score to settle. Lacus. Hey. We're... We're still here. It... It didn't work. Very, very strange. Um, excuse me. Hi, my name is Lauren, and this is the reading bug in our reader friend. And that's our book bag you just stepped out of. What were you doing in there? Book bag? What? Hey, don't you come another step closer and let me see your hands. You, bug, put that wand down. Okay, okay. It doesn't even work anyway. And don't the rest of you get any ideas. If I see any one of you reach for your wands, I'll zap the whole lot of you. I'm a fifth-year wizard at the Merlin School of Magics in New Alchemy, and I'm top of my class in spells and incantations, so don't try anything funny. Merlin School of Magics? Wands? I don't know what you're talking about, but I'm afraid you may have us confused with someone else. Wait, you're not friends of Morgana's? Morgana? Who is Morgana? No, we were just here preparing for an adventure when the two of you came tumbling out of our book bag. Who are you and what are you doing here? And could you please stop pointing that wand at us? Okay, okay, I'll lower my wand for now. My name is Easton, and this is my friend, Spelling Bee. Hi. She and I go everywhere together. That's right. Spelling Bee? Like spelling words on a spelling test. Yes, I have a passion for spelling. P-A-S-S-I-O-N. Passion. But I'm also a spell in me. I read a lot of magic spell books. Unfortunately, I can't do any magic by myself. But knowing all those spells sure does come in handy when you got a wizard like Easton as a best friend. Wizard? But I'm afraid we're lost. Before we ended up here, wherever here is, Morgana caught us and cast a spell on us. That's right. I think the spell that Morgana used was something like Spatium, but I never encountered that spell in any book before, so I'm not sure what it does. There was a strange fog and lots of flashing lights, 
And we ended up here, inside your, uh, book bag. That's right. My book bag is full of all the books I've been reading. And every week it takes us on an adventure to the time or place I've been reading about. And this week you've been reading about magic, haven't you, Reading Bug? I wonder if that's why Easton and the spelling bee ended up here when Morgana cast her spell. Easton, you said that Morgana caught you and cast a strange spell on you and sent you here? Who is Morgana, and why would she want to send you anywhere? You really don't know who Morgana is? She is also a fifth-year student at the Merlin School, and she is a very good witch, but she is a very, very bad person. She and her friends are always cursing the other students behind the teacher's backs, with dark magic spells they shouldn't be studying, let alone using. She is mean, vindictive, and evil. And I worry about all the harm she'll do in the world once she graduates school. Fifth year is our final year in school, and our entire class will be graduating later today. Like I mentioned, I'm top of my class in spells and incantations, and in potions too. So I'll be giving the valedictory speech. But Morgana, it seems, has other plans. She does? Yes! Yesterday, B recognized a spell written in Morgana's school notebook as a very dangerous hex that can turn a group of people into an army of evil witches and wizards. That's right! It's one of the most evil, darkest spells that exists! We didn't know how Morgana planned to use the evil spell, but we knew she was up to no good. So we hid in the library to spy on her and her friends. While we were hiding, we learned that Morgana planned to give the valedictory speech instead of me, casting her black magic spell on all the students and teachers when she did. All of the good magic that we have learned will disappear in a wave of her wand, and all the students, my friends and teachers, will join Morgana's group of evil sorcerers. At just that moment, Morgana caught us spying and cast her spell, landing us here with you. Oh no, how awful! You need to get back to your school in time for graduation to stop Morgana. Exactly! But we don't know how! We tried the Lacket spell, usually a very good transportation spell, but nothing happened. Do any of you know where New Alchemy is? Or how we can get back there? We need to get back there quickly! I've never heard of New Alchemy. Have you reading bug? No. I've read a lot of books. And I don't think I've seen New Alchemy anywhere in this world. Maybe it's a bit like Diagon Alley in Harry Potter books. It's near the non-wizarding part of town, but you can't get there unless you do a little bit of magic. Magic? That we can do, right, Easton? Try Visibilis. V-I-S-I-B-I-L-I-S. Visibilis. Okay. Visibilis! Nothing. Again. Spelling bee, what's wrong? Easton, I think our magic doesn't work here, wherever here is. Is it possible that we're in a non-magic world? The only magic I know that works here is the magic in the Reading Bug's book bag. And in our imaginations, of course. Reading Bug, do you think your book bag could help get Easton and the spelling bee back to the magical world of new alchemy? I don't see why not. Let's give it a try. Oh, yes. yes. Great. Yay. Okay, let's do it. Wait, before we go, I think we should stretch out and get ready for whatever magic and danger awaits. 
It sounds like this Morgana is a pretty bad witch. Oh, she is. That settles it then. Everybody stand up, unless you're buckled into your car, and wiggle your fingers and toes. Are you wiggling? Great. Now stretch your arms up high over your head. Perfect. Stretch up high, touch the sky, crouch down low and wiggle your toes. Swing your arms from side to side, let's get ready to go. Stretch up high, touch the sky, crouch down low and wiggle your toes. Swing your arms from side to side, now we're ready to go. Wow, that felt great! Spelling Bee, are you ready to get back to New Alchemy and save the Merlin School with me? Absolutely! A-B-S-O-L-U-T-E-L-Y. Absolutely! One last thing before we go. Reader, did you remember to bring crayons and paper with you today? So you can draw illustrations of all the magical things we see and do on our adventure? Illustrators draw the pictures in the books we read. And just like them, you can draw pictures of everything we experience. You can draw anything you want and your illustrations will help you retell our story to your friends and family when we return. It sounds like we may be adventuring to a new, magical world, so you'll definitely want to draw the things you see there. Or people might not believe you when you tell them where we went. At the end of the adventure today, we'll take a little bit of time to listen to music and draw our illustrations. But you're welcome to stop and draw at any time. Just pause the program and press play again when you're ready to continue. I can't wait to see all the pictures you'll draw. If you didn't remember to bring crayons and paper, don't worry. Just press pause or have a grown-up do it for you and get them now. The reading bug and I will wait right here. What a great idea. You'll be amazed by some of the things you see in New Alchemy. I'm sure of it. Okay. Is everyone ready to adventure to New Alchemy and the Merlin School of Magics today? Let's get going and get Easton and the Spelling Bee back before graduation. Magic book bag, pretty please, sweep us off to New Alchemy. We need to help Easton protect his school and prevent it from falling to Morgana's rule. Look, Rhea, the reading bug is opening her book bag and it's growing bigger and bigger, big enough to fit us all inside. Very impressive magic, reading bug. Look inside. I see all kinds of magical things. In the middle of the book bag is an enormous witch's cauldron with words and pictures swirling all around it, all from the books in the reading bug's book bag. I see magic wands, flying broomsticks, and magic potions, dusty old books, fancy gold goblets, and all sorts of strange-looking magical creatures. Oh, yes. There's a hobbrackle and a fat furry puzzle. How cute. Look, Easton. You think fuzzles are cute? And there are all kinds of crazy words floating around the pictures. Words like thaumaturge, augury, apothecary, elixir, mandrakes, and snake root. What's that over there? Look, it's galloping towards us. Okay, are you ready to hop into the book bag with me? On the count of three, let's all hop in together. One... No! Wait! Easton, what's wrong? Don't you want to get back and stop Morgana? We can't! Look! See that creature in the book bag there? It stopped, and it's staring at us. But there's no mistaking that dark gray fur. 
the sharp white teeth, and the six piercing red eyes. Oh, yes, I see it. Easton, it's awful. But what is it? It looks sort of like a nasty, mean dog. And look, am I mistaken? Or does that dog have three heads? Yes, three heads, each meaner than the next. I read in the magical world of Harry Potter that a three-headed dog is a magical creature called a Cerberus. In Greek mythology, Cerberus guarded the gates to the underworld. They're fearsome beasts, for sure. And Cerberus are used as guards when you really, really want to stop anyone from getting through. Oh, no! We can't get into the book bag to New Alchemy as long as that beast is standing guard. Morgana and her friends must have summoned him to keep me away from the graduation. But we can't just let her win. You said it yourself. All the good of your friends and teachers is at stake. But we'd be doomed if we tried to get past that Cerberus. Didn't I read in Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone that you could lull a Cerberus to sleep with a song? Why don't we just sing something? <laughs> good luck getting enough time with a Cerberus to sing him a song. No, as soon as he even smells a human, he'll attack long before you can sing him to sleep. Lauren, reader, reading bug, thanks so much for trying to help, but it looks like Morgana has won. With that Cerberus standing guard, we'll never get back to New Alchemy to stop her. I'm so sorry, Easton. I thought for sure the reading bug's book bag could get us there. From all the images swirling around, New Alchemy looked like a really special place. Oh, it is. Indubitably. I-N-D-U-B-I-T-A-B-L-Y. Indubitably. I sure am going to miss it. Glittering spires rise to the sky While magical creatures stroll on by Genies and wizards and enchantresses And witches and warlock apprentices Riding on dragons or mighty minotaurs There's magical, mystical creatures galore There's no place like it, you'll soon agree The magical hamlet of new alchemy But more powerful even than charms and broomsticks are friends I've made, the lifelong kinships. I've studied my potions, my herbs and spells, worked hard to succeed, to thrive and excel. But if I can't make my way back there, its beautiful magic may disappear and forevermore be a memory. The last I'll see of my beloved new alchemy. It really does sound magical, Easton. It is. I mean, was. If I ever get back, I'm just not sure what I'll be going back to. With Morgana and her evil friends in charge, my family and friends may be chained up in prison, or worse. Wait a second. Lauren, reader, I think I have an idea. Easton, I don't think you're out of luck just yet. Because of the nasty Cerberus, we can't get you and the spelling bee back to New Alchemy with the only magic we possess, my book bag. So we're going to need some powerful magical help. And who better to help 
than the greatest magician who ever lived, Harry Houdini. Harry Houdini? The greatest magician? Never heard of him. Oh, yes. When you mentioned chains, I thought about the books I read about the great Houdini. Harry Houdini was an immigrant to the United States who performed amazing magic, including sensational escape acts in the late 1800s and early 1900s. He became a worldwide sensation and is considered one of the greatest magicians to have ever lived. I'm sure he can help, especially because you're going to need a sensational escape of your own if you want to get around the Cerberus in time to save the day in new alchemy. This Houdini guy does sound like a promising, wizened old wizard. It might just work, but we don't have much time left to stop Morgana. Okay, Reading Bug, how do we find him? Does he live around here? Oh no, he lived about a hundred years ago, but my book bag can take us back in time to see him. So let's try this one more time. I brought plenty of books about Harry Houdini with me for our adventure today, so we should be able to get to him without any problems. Magic book bag, s'il vous plaît. Take us back in time to New York today. We're planning to ask Houdini the Great to help our friend Easton before it's too late. Look, reader, the reading bug is opening her book bag again, and it's growing bigger and bigger, big enough to fit us all inside. Look inside. What kind of magic is this? I don't see wands or cauldrons or brooms or anything I recognize at all. Instead, I see a big beach filled with people and whirling, spinning attractions. Yes, those are amusement park rides in the park lit with twinkling lights. And there's no Cerberus there this time. That's right. I see men, women, and children running and playing dressed in old-fashioned clothes. The men have on soft felt hats or straw boater hats, and the women have long dresses with high necklines and white gloves and large hats decorated with ribbons. I also see a small, sturdy man dressed in an old-fashioned swimming suit with chains wrapped around his body and handcuffs on his hands. <gasps> That must be Harry Houdini. He doesn't look like a powerful wizard. Where are his robes? Is everybody ready? We don't have much time. Let's zip back in time to ask Mr. Houdini for his help. Then get Easton and the spelling bee back to New Alchemy. On the count of three, jump into the book bag with me. One, two, three, jump! Let's jump inside our book bag. What will we find there? Imaginations run away. What's in our book bag? Our trusty book bag. What will we learn about today? It worked! Reader, the book bag is flying higher and higher and higher! We're finally up in the air, high above our homes and backyards. And my watch is going backwards again. That means we're going back in time to the turn of the century when Harry Houdini was performing his magic acts. The street and expressways all around us are disappearing. And look over there. It's the beach that we saw swirling around in the book bag. And right next to it is the amusement park, all lit up with twinkling lights. We're getting closer and closer. There's lots and lots of people strolling through. I can smell the popcorn and candy apples and hot dogs in the air. And hear the sounds of excited children as they run and play and ride the rides. I just love amusement parks, don't you, reader? Look, there are towers, turrets, spires, and domes. 
There aren't very many automobiles. But the ones I see are the funny old-timey ones that look more like horse carriages than cars. We made it! Let's all quickly hop out and see if we can find Mr. Houdini among all these fairgoers. Wow! This place is incredible, isn't it, Bee? Yes! The sights, the sounds, the crowds... And the food! Something nearby smells delicious! Mm, you're right! Those are hot dogs you're smelling, Easton. What's a hot dog? You've never had a hot dog? Hot dogs! Get your fresh, juicy hot dogs right here. Three cents a piece or two for a nickel. Oh, two, please. Here, Easton, try your very first hot dog. It's like a bit of paradise right here on Earth. Mmm. What kind of magic is this? It's wonderful, indescribable, delicious. It is really good, but no magic needed. Lauren, Easton, we're not here to eat. We've got to find Harry Udini, and we can't waste a minute. Of course, of course. Yes, yes, just one more bite. Yum. Okay, excuse me, sir. I'm Lauren, and these are my friends, and we're all here on a mission to find Harry Houdini. We need the help of the world's greatest magician to help Easton and the spelling bee here return home to save the Merlin School. I'm not sure I understand a word you just said, except Harry Houdini. But you're in luck. He happens to be performing today at Henderson's Music Hall on Surf Avenue, just over that way. Great. Lauren, I read about Henderson's Music Hall in Merlin Missions. It was one of Coney Island's most important theaters for live music, plays, and vaudeville acts. Well, let's go then. It's just across the street. Look, just over there. Henderson's Music Hall. Harry Houdini, the world's handcuffed king and prison breaker, performs today at 2.30. Oh, no. Already started. Quickly, into the music hall, everyone. Let's see if we can still catch Houdini's act. Oh, wow. It sure is crowded in here. Every seat is full. Just follow me. We're going to need to stand in back. The show is just about to start. Ladies and gents, boys and girls, welcome to the greatest magic show on earth, featuring the master of illusion, the emperor of escape, the one, the only, Harry Houdini! Mr. Houdini is accompanied by the world's most beautiful woman, his wife, Beth. That's me! Reader, look! It's really him! Harry Houdini has come out onto the stage, dressed in a very fashionable suit. And his wife, Bess, is with him, wearing a pretty striped dress. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Henderson's Music Hall. For the first time ever, I will perform an act of daring so bold and terrifying, you may have trouble watching, but I beg you, do not turn away. I call this act the milk can, the most amazing magic act ever seen on an American stage. Look, Lauren, Reader, next to Harry Houdini is a giant metal milk can. It must be about three feet tall. See here, a solid metal milk can. Sir, can you please come up to the stage with me? 
to reassure the audience that this milk can is solid. Uh, okay. See? Solid on all sides, made of thick, impenetrable steel. Now, Bess will fill the milk can with water as I quickly step backstage to change into my swimming trunks. What a strange act for a renowned wizard. He doesn't even carry a wand. What is he planning on doing with that milk can? I think he's planning on climbing inside the milk can once it's filled with water and then escaping in front of our eyes. The reading bug said that Houdini was a master of escape, didn't she? Oh, look! He's back. He's changed out of his suit and into a funny-looking bathing outfit. Beth, is the milk can full? Yes! Then apply the handcuffs. Ladies and gentlemen, this feat is amazing, death-defying, and a failure means a drowning death for me. And yet, I will escape completely unharmed in minutes, right in front of your very eyes. Look, Bess is putting shackles around Mr. Houdini's wrist, as if he was a prisoner. And now, Mr. Houdini is climbing inside the milk can. What strange sorcery! Ladies and gentlemen, I will now ask Besk to place the cover on the milk can, submerging me completely in the water inside. As I stay underwater, try timing yourselves, too, to see how long you can hold your breath. But do not worry. If something goes terribly wrong, my loyal wife and assistant will smash the can open to free me. Let's just hope she does it in time. Ladies and gentlemen, I will see you again when I make my escape. And just like that, Mr. Houdini is gone, submerged underwater inside the giant metal milk can. Reader, can you hold your breath while Houdini remains underwater? Bess is putting the cover on top of the can and locking it in place with several giant padlocks. How will he ever escape? Ladies and gentlemen, as the great Houdini makes his miraculous escape, we will draw the curtain around the milk can to give him time to do his magic. I can't hold my breath any longer. Reading bug, it's been at least a minute and there's still no sign of Houdini. Can anyone hold their breath for that long? I don't know, Lauren. I'm worried. It's very dangerous to hold your breath for this long. Do you think Houdini may have drowned? We have to do something. But what? Our magic doesn't work here. Spelling Bee, do you have any ideas? Reader, what do you think is going to happen next? Harry Houdini is inside a giant metal milk can filled with water, and he still hasn't been able to escape. If he can't make this great escape, then we won't be able to get his magical help to transport Easton and the Spelling Bee back to New Alchemy in time to stop Morgana. While we wait to see if the great Houdini can escape this seemingly impossible challenge, I'm going to pause our adventure for a brief message about today's sponsor. Don't go anywhere. The Reading Bug and I will be right back in just one minute. Calling all kids in the car. Brittany and Meredith here from the Chart Topping Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast. Are you dreading another silent car ride with the fam? We've got the cure. Three rounds of fresh trivia. 
every single week. Movies, music, even science and Disney. We've got something for every trivia buff in the car. No more crickets chirping on those long journeys. The Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast is your secret weapon for connecting and laughing with kids of all ages, teens, toddlers, adults, it doesn't matter. Spark their curiosity and challenge their brains with every episode. New episodes drop weekly wherever you get your podcasts. Search for the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast and turn those car rides into epic adventures. Have you ever wished that you had a direct line to your pediatrician to ask all the questions that constantly crop up while parenting? We sure have. That's why we launched the Bites of Health podcast. Every morning, we'll answer a commonly asked pediatric question in five minutes or less. You can tune in while you're making your second cup of coffee or from the school drop-off line. So be sure to tune in to Bites of Health, streaming now. Today's episode of Reading Bug Adventures is sponsored by Sourcebooks, an independent publisher that is changing lives book by book. Ten! Nine, eight, seven, six, five, Reading four, bug, what are you doing? Three, two, one, blast off! Hey, are you going on an adventure without me? Oh no, Lauren. I loved our space adventure together, of course. But right now, I'm reading Moon's First Friends by Susanna Leonard Hill. Oh, I know that book. It introduces the idea of the moon landing through the perspective of the moon herself. Yes. And there's also lots of educational information, including out-of-this-world facts about the moon, spaceflight, and the individuals who made the mission possible. And want to hear something super cool? Of course! In the back of the book is a QR code that links to astronauts talking about the moon landing. Wow! It sounds like the perfect book to get right now since it's the 50th anniversary of the moon landing this year. Absolutely! I recommend Moon's First Landing for anyone interested in outer space, the moon landing, or in science and innovation. You can purchase Moon's First Friends and other great titles from Sourcebooks at thereadingbug.com or your local independent bookstore. Thanks to Sourcebooks for your support of today's Reading Bug adventure. Reader, you're back! We're inside Henderson's Music Hall sometime in the early 1900s, watching the world's greatest magician and escape artist, Harry Houdini, perform. We came here to get his help for our friends Easton and the Spelling Bee. They come from a magic world, a place called New Alchemy, and Easton is a wizard. But his magic doesn't work here, so he can't get back home to save his friends and teachers at his magic school from an evil witch named Morgana. I know, it's a lot. We came to find Harry Houdini, thinking that if anyone can help Easton save his school, Harry Houdini, one of the greatest magicians to have ever lived, can. Oh, but that's right! Harry Houdini is performing a death-defying act called the Milk Can Escape. He's handcuffed and locked inside a large metal milk can behind that curtain in front of us. And he hasn't been able to escape for more than a minute. I'm getting really worried that he won't be able to make it out. Can anyone hold their breath for that long? I don't know, Lauren. I'm worried. It's very dangerous to hold your breath for this long. If he's such a great wizard, why doesn't he just wave his wand and use the underwater breath spell? Spelling bee, what was that spell again? Respirate! R-E-S-P-I-R-A-R-E. Respirate! 
But remember, Easton, our magic doesn't work in this world. Oh, yeah, right. Then how is he going to survive this? I don't know. How would anyone know? This is getting really scary, isn't it, Reader? We have to do something, but what? If our magic doesn't work, do you have any other ideas, B? No, we're just going to have to hope that Mr. Houdini's magic is powerful enough to get him out of that milk can, I think. With each second that passes, I'm getting more and more worried. I'm more than worried, I'm terrified. T-E-R-R-I-F-I-E-D, terrified. I'm scared too, Spelling Bee, but I read that this was one of Harriet Houdini's most sensational and most popular acts. He once called it the best escape he ever invented. So, I'm hopeful we're going to see him emerge unharmed any second now. What is that sound? A knocking from behind the curtain? Shall we see who's there? Open it! Yes, 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 open it! Hello? Who's there? Look, reader. Bess is pulling back the curtain. Do you think Houdini has really escaped? Why, Mr. Houdini, how nice of you to join us. We've all been waiting for you. Look, the handcuffs are completely gone and the milk can is still padlocked and securely closed. Mr. Houdini has done the impossible, escaped through the walls of the milk can itself. What incredible magic. The giant milk can didn't move, and all the padlocks around the top are still closed and locked. And yet Mr. Houdini is no longer inside. You're right, Lauren. This Houdini is a very powerful wizard. Hooray! He's just the right wizard to help us save new alchemy. You're right, Easton. That was an amazing act. How did Houdini get the handcuffs off while he was inside the milk can? And even more amazing, how did he get out without breaking the padlocks? He really is the world's greatest magician, Reading Bug. I'm sure he can help us. What a great idea to travel here. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We'll take a brief break to reset the stage and for me to change into something a little more modest. But don't go far. The magic has just begun. The great Houdini will return momentarily to perform for you the East Indian needle trick and more. Now's our chance. If we can catch the great Houdini backstage, maybe we can convince him to help us. Quickly, follow me. Where is he? Look, that door says the great Houdini on it. Do you think he may be inside? Only one way to find out. Just a moment. Bess, is that you? It is him. Reading Bug, I'm afraid we haven't thought this through. If he answers the door, what are we going to say? Bess, I'm nearly ready. Do you need me? Hey, you're not Bess. Who are you? Security! No, 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 wait! Uh, Mr. Houdini, please. We've come a very long way to see you today, sir. My name is Lauren, and this is the reading bug and our reader friend. Hi! And these two here, our new friends, Easton and the Spelling Bee, are the reason we've come looking for you. Easton is supposed to be graduating from the Merlin School of Magics today, but an evil witch named Morgana cast a spell on him and now he's stuck with no way of returning to defeat Morgana before she uses black magic on all the students and teachers at the school. What? That's right, and I've been reading a lot about you, sir. I know you're the greatest magician to have ever lived, 
So I thought if we could find you, you could help Easton and the Spelling Bee get back home. I'm not sure I... Yes, and one more thing. There's a nasty Cerberus sent by Morgana and her evil friends standing guard, keeping us from getting back to New Alchemy. I may be top of my class at the Merlin School, but I know of no magic that can defeat a Cerberus. But I saw the powerful sorcery you used to escape the padlock milk can, and I'm sure a wizard of your skill and experience can help us get past the Cerberus and get back to the school before it's too late. Can you help us? My skills and experience as a wizard? <laughs> You're joking, right? No, sir, we're quite genuine. G-E-N-U-I-N-E, -E. genuine. Oh, oh, I see. I'm sorry, it's, it's just that I'm not a wizard. You're not? No, no, I'm a performer. They call me a great magician, sure, but there are no spells, charms, or potions involved in what I do up on the stage. I'm an escape artist and an illusionist. Everything you see from me is a carefully rehearsed magic trick. A uh, trick? What do you mean? What's an illusionist? I read in Who is Harry Houdini that an illusionist creates illusions, which are things that seem to have happened, but logically could not have. That's right, little bug. My job is to make people believe something has happened that could not or should not be possible. Do you want to know a little secret? You mustn't tell anyone. Promise? We, we promise. promise. Okay. I escaped the milk can through a secret latch in the top that I'm able to access from the inside. Once the curtain closes, I open up the top of the can with all the padlocks still secured, climb out, then simply close the lid behind me. Then I wait a little to make you think I'm holding my breath underwater before revealing myself to the audience. Because the audience doesn't suspect a secret latch, and because your eyes see me standing wet next to a still padlocked milk can while Bess celebrates my accomplishments, you believe that I've done the impossible, don't you? You believed what you wanted to believe. That's illusion. Illusion. I-L-L-U-S-I-O-N. Illusion. I don't think I like that word. Me either, because it means you can't help us. We need real magic to get past the Cerberus, not some fancy trick. You're no wizard. That's what I've been trying to tell you. I'm sorry. Well, that's it then. We'll never be able to get past the Cerberus and back to New Alchemy. Without your help, my friends and I are all doomed. <laughs> Easton, don't cry. We're not out of options yet. I'm sure we can think of something. We've been in some difficult situations before, and we've found a way out together, haven't we, reader? With friends and creativity, we've got all the magic we need right here. No need for a broomstick, cauldron or gnome. The magic inside you will get you back home. Anything's possible, listen to me. If you have faith in yourself, soon you will be home in new alchemy. 
passion or group Your magic extends far beyond A staff or a wooden wand Trust in the magic that lives in your soul And you will be able to achieve every goal The magic is in you, soon you will see You'll make it back to new alchemy The magic is in you Not in a potion or brew Your magic extends far beyond A staff or a wooden wand The magic is in you Oh, can't you see? You'll make it back to new alchemy The magic is in you Oh, can't you see? The magic is in you, it's in you and me. Lauren, you're right. The magic is inside each of us. That's no illusion. I may not be a wizard or sorcerer, but I think I may have the magic you need after all. Harry, it's time to get back on stage. Oh, hello. Who are your friends? Bess, no time to explain. These friends are in trouble and they need our help. Do you have time for a special performance of our new metamorphosis act? A special performance? But Harry, the crowd. Let them wait. One special act to help my new friends. But we've never performed the trick with an audience before. That's okay, Bess. We can do it. The magic is in us. Right, Lauren? That's right. Okay, if you say so, ladies and gentlemen, and bugs, you will now see the great Houdini perform a miraculous metamorphosis. Watch as he climbs inside this giant bag. Look, reader. Bess is helping Mr. Houdini climb inside a large bag, and she's tying the bag at the top so he can't get out. Now, I'll draw this curtain around the bag while Harry makes his incredible, instantaneous escape. Before you can even catch your breath, I'll clap three times and remove the curtain, revealing the great Houdini outside the tied bag. She's wrapping a curtain around the bag, but Mr. Houdini is still inside. Incredible! Look! The curtain was pulled away, and there's Mr. Houdini standing outside the bag. But where is Bess? Look! The bag still has something or someone inside. That's right, Easton. Look, it's Bess. Ta-da! Amazing, how did you get there? That must have been magic. No, just a bit of illusion and misdirection again. Once the curtain closed, I quickly escaped the bag and Bess climbed inside. The claps you heard were mine, not hers. But since she told you, she would be the one clapping. You imagined it to be her, didn't you? We had to move quickly to make you believe the illusion. But just like the milk can escape, this was a trick of the mind, not a magic spell. You said you needed to make a daring escape in order to get back home, right? You need to get around a... Severus, was it? Maybe a little trick like this one might help you fool it and get back home. Harry, the crowd! You're right, my dear. We've kept them waiting long enough. 
My friends, I'm afraid we need to get back to the show. Be safe on your adventure today, and Bess and I wish you much luck. Remember, trust in the magic that lives in your soul, and you will be able to achieve every goal. The magic is in you, soon you will see. You'll make it back to new alchemy. The magic is in you, not in a potion or brew. Your magic extends far beyond a staff or a wooden wand. The magic is in you, oh can't you see? You'll make it back to new alchemy. The magic is in you, oh can't you see? The magic is in you, it's in you and me. Go ahead and take my bag and curtain with you. I have a feeling you may be able to put them to good use. Good luck, and remember, the art of illusion is about making your audience believe what they want to believe. Goodbye. That's very generous of you, Mr. Houdini. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Goodbye. Lauren, reading bug, reader, spelling bee, do you think it could work? Could what work, Easton? Do you think we could trick the Cerberus using illusion instead of magic? The Cerberus wants to believe he can catch us. So we could pretend to be inside Houdini's bag waiting for him, only to escape just like the great Houdini did before the Cerberus notices. Easton, Harry Houdini and Bess trained for years and years to perfect their acts of illusion. I'm not so sure we'd be able to do the trick as well as them. But we have to try. We're running out of time. If I can't get back to New Alchemy right now, I'll miss the graduation and Morgana will be unstoppable. If you're not going to come with me, give me the book bag and the spelling bee and I will go without you. Reader, what do you think? Should we use the book bag to get to New Alchemy and face the nasty Cerberus alongside Easton and the spelling bee? Or should we let them go back on their own to face who knows what? You're right. We can't send them back alone. We have to help. Okay, Easton, we're in. We're all coming back to New Alchemy with you. Let's hope Houdini's magic trick is enough to get us past that fearsome beast. Thank you. I know we can do this if we all work together. Okay, is everyone ready for our adventure to New Alchemy and to face whatever danger awaits us? Great, let's get moving then. We're almost out of time. Let's try again. Third time's a breeze, to get our friends to New Alchemy. We'll face the Cerberus, then save the school, and we'll do it together and let friendship rule. Look, reader, the reading bug is opening her book bag again, and it's growing bigger and bigger, big enough to fit us all inside. Look, all the sights of New Alchemy are back, circling around inside. The cauldrons, the potions, the wands and the broomsticks, and all the magical creatures, too. And look, the Cerberus is back too, reader. He's standing perfectly still, with all three heads staring directly at us with those electric red eyes. It's now or never. Are you ready to hop into the book bag with me? On the count of three, let's all hop in together. One, two, three, and we're in. Let's jump inside our book bag. What will we find there? Imaginations run away. What's in our book bag? 
nasty book bag. What will we learn about today? It's working, reader. But this isn't like any book bag trip I've ever experienced. There's a low fog everywhere. And we're spinning and spinning and spinning as lights in the book bag sparkle and shine all around us. I'm getting dizzy. Whoa! We're zipping through the fog at lightning speed, but I can't tell where we're going. Can you? No, but this is exactly what the spelling bee and I experienced when Morgana cast her spell and sent us to you. So I think it must be working. Hey, look! Just up ahead, it's getting brighter. We're quickly approaching what looks like the exit to a tunnel. Do you think that might be new alchemy? Oh, that was a wild ride. I think we're here in new alchemy. Great. Let's all hop out and see where we've landed. No, wait. Listen. Do you hear that low growling? That must be the Cerberus. We can't just hop out of the book bag. He'll attack us all. You're right, Easton. But how will we get past the three-headed monster if we can't even get out of the book bag? I have an idea. I think we're going to need a bit of distraction. Just like Bess was able to provide for Houdini, the reading bug and I can fly circles around the Cerberus. So we'll get out of the book bag first. Will you stay hiding in here? We will? Yes. Then once we're out of the book bag, we'll put on a show. You three will get out of the book bag and into Houdini's mailbag. Then, just like he did, you'll escape. It's a good plan, B, but there's just one problem. Houdini practiced and practiced so he could escape so quickly that the audience believed he'd swap places with Bess. Without lots of practice, I don't think we'll be able to escape quickly enough to fool the Cerberus. And if he thinks he's being tricked, he may attack. Good point, Lauren, but I think we can help. Easton, let's conjure up three flying broomsticks to help you make a speedy escape. Oh, yes! Thank goodness I still have my magic wand. What's the spell for flying broomsticks, spelling bee? That's E-A-S-Y. Easy. Just repeat after me. Quidicarium! Quidicarium! Got him! Reader, did you see that? Three broomsticks just zipped through the air, right to Easton. Incredible! Ha <laughs> ha, that's right! Oh, but shh! Don't let the Cerberus hear you. Each of you, grab a broomstick, and when we need to go, just hop on and let the broomstick do the rest. Okay, is everybody ready? Reading bug, let's zip out of the bag and set the stage for our illusion act. Don't anyone else come out of the book bag until we call for you. Oh, me. Oh my! B, the Cerberus looks even more ferocious in person! He's enormous! His teeth are yellow and pointy, and his eyes are red and mean. How are we going to fool a growling dog with three heads that can look in every direction at the same time? Just follow my lead, reading bug. Here we go. Cerberus! Cerberus! Over here! It is I, Bellingy the Splendiferous! And I'm the great buggy me. Easy boy, easy. You're looking for Easton, aren't you? Well, you're in luck. I have him right here and can deliver him and his friends Lauren and Reader right to you. That's right. You don't want to chase them, do you? It's hard work. And you don't want to risk being hit by any one of their magic spells either. 
Just sit tight and relax and we'll deliver them right to you. Please direct all three of your enormous heads and all six of your red eyes at this giant mailbag here. As you can see, it is a simple, ordinary, empty bag. But not for long. I will soon ask Lauren Easton and our reader friend to climb out of the book bag here and into the mailbag where I will tie the top shut so they cannot escape. Inside the mailbag, they'll be trapped, unable to run and unable to use their wands. So, if you're nice and patient and stay right where you are, you'll soon have them all to yourself. Easton! Lauren! Reader! That's your cue! Okay! Everyone out of the book bag! I sure hope the Cerberus is distracted enough to not attack! Look! It's working! The Cerberus is angry, but it looks like he's staying put! So far! Okay, everyone! Climb into Houdini's mailbag with me! Great job! See? Everyone is inside the bag for you, and I'm tying the top shut so they cannot escape. Not yet, big guy. Just a second more until our act is complete. I know you must be hungry. Keep watching as the spelling bee and I hold this curtain up in front of the bag. Once we've done that, you bark three times, once for each of your heads. And we'll drop the curtain and let you run to the bag with Easton and his friends all tied up inside for you. Here comes the curtain! Okay, everyone, it's time to make our escape. Hop on your broomsticks now! <laughs> charged, but we had already escaped the bag, and now he's hopelessly tangled up in it, with his head stuck inside. Reader, quickly, grab the curtain, and we'll wrap it around the Cerberus, too. We've got him. The Cerberus is tangled in a knot of a bag and a curtain. We did it. Great work, everyone. We got past the Cerberus. But we've got to hurry. Graduation is almost over. Follow me. This broomstick sure is fast! Isn't it, Reader? Hold on tight. Whoa! Look around you. This place is magical. The sky is a bright violet color, and the grasses below are glittering in the late afternoon sunlight, and... <gasps> Whoa! Look out! What was that? <laughs> oh, that was just a sea dragon. Tiny little dragons, they're everywhere. Welcome to New Alchemy. And look down, Lauren. There's my beautiful school, just over there. It's incredible, Easton. Looks like a castle out of a fairy tale. There are several tall towers stretching up into the clouds, a large wooden drawbridge, and several buildings all surrounded by a mighty wall. And look, there in the middle, on a large field of grass, is a gathering of people. The graduation. Oh, no. We may be too late. Morgana is already at the podium making her speech. Quickly, we need to land now. Okay, Easton, but how? Just point your broomstick down like this. Did you see that, Reader? I don't know. It looks awfully scary. But if we don't land now, Easton will have to face Morgana on his own. We have to help. Okay, on the count of three, let's point our broomsticks down to land. Ready? 
One, two, three. Whoa! We're heading straight for the ground! I'm going to crash! Ah! Oh, wow. Phew. The broomstick slowed down and at the very last minute brought us both to a nice, comfortable stop. Quickly, this way! Witches and wizards, students and faculty, my name is Morgana, and it is a great pleasure to give you today's graduation speech. I wish my good friend Easton could have been here today, but no one has seen him since yesterday. As I stand here today in front of you all, I want to say one important thing. Samuelius! Oh no, that's the sleeping spell. Look, she's putting everyone to sleep. Easton, you have to stop her before she casts the Dominion Curse, which will put them under her complete control forever. Lauren, reader. We have to act quickly. There's no time to think of a plan, so just follow me. Morgana, stop! Ha! You didn't expect to see me here, did you? Where's your pet Cerberus? Wasn't he supposed to keep me from getting to graduation? Well, guess what? It didn't work. I'm here to stop you from turning our classmates, friends, and families into evil sorcerers like you. and a little East and Goody Two-Shoes. Do you think I'm afraid of you? You may be valedictorian, but I'm the most powerful wizard in new alchemy. My magic is stronger than yours. You cannot stop me. <laughs> Your magic may be stronger than mine, Morgana, but I've brought friends with me. This is Lauren, and this is our reader friend, and both are powerful wizards from another dimension. They were trained by Harry Houdini, the greatest magician that has ever lived. Easton, Reader and I are not wizards. You know that we don't have any special magical powers. We can't stop Morgana from casting her evil spell. Lauren, remember what the great Houdini said. All you have to do is create an illusion for your audience and make them believe something that seems impossible. We just need to distract her long enough for me to cast a spell and blast her wand from her hands. Okay then, here we go. Reader, stand tall with me and wave your arms over your head like you're working on a strange and powerful magical spell. Great, keep it up. Morgana! Easton is right. My reader friend and I are powerful wizards, more powerful than your world has ever seen. Don't make us use our powerful magic on you. Do we have your undivided attention? Uh, yes. Are you really from another dimension? Of course we are. Don't question our wizardry. We escaped your sniveling, puny Cerberus, didn't we? You did that? But no one can escape a Cerberus! And yet, we did. But, but, but... Easton, look! She believes them! Now's our chance! Quickly! Laughter! Use a furriter! A furriter! Oh! oh, wow! With a flash of his wand, Easton just blasted the wand out of Morgana's hand and... Uh-oh, she looks really, really mad. Don't move, Morgana. 
We've got you now. What? No! Wait! Are you really powerful wizards? <laughs> no, we're not wizards at all. We're adventurers. But we learned a really powerful lesson today. The magic is in us. Isn't that right, reader? We use the art of illusion to distract you. Easton's the real wizard. That's right, Morgana. Your tricks won't work today. Your evil magic has no place in new alchemy. Great work, everyone. Now, quickly, let's reverse the sleeping curse and get this graduation back on track. This is a really powerful spell, so we'll need everyone's help to reverse it. Easton, Reader, Lauren, repeat after me. Morgana cast a wicked spell. Morgana cast a wicked spell. That made our friends sleep hard and well. That made our friends sleep hard and well. This sleeping spell I now negate. This sleeping spell I now negate. Return them to their waking state. Return them to their waking state. Witches and wizards, students and faculty, my name is Easton, and it is my great pleasure to give today's graduation speech, surrounded by all of you. As we graduate and decide what kind of magic we want to bring into the world, I want you to remember the words a good friend once taught me. Trust in the magic that lives in your soul, and you will be able to achieve every goal. The magic is in you, just like it's in me. Make your decision, choose who you will be. The magic is in you. Not in a potion or brew. Your magic extends far beyond a staff or a wooden wand. The magic is in you. Oh, can't you see? The magic is in you. It's in you and me. The magic is in you. Oh, can't you see? The magic is in you. Choose who you will be. Talking about getting back home, I think it's time for Reader, the Reading Bug, and me to head to our homes, don't you? Easton, Spelling Bee, thank you so much for a magical adventure. It was our pleasure. Thank you for helping me save the Merlin School of Magics. Without your bravery, we'd never have defeated Morgana. Yes, and making three new friends today has made me ecstatic. E-C-S-T-A-T-I-C, ecstatic. I hope we'll meet again on another adventure. You can join us anytime. Look, reader, the reading bug is opening her book bag, and it's getting bigger and bigger big enough to fit us all inside. Goodbye, Easton. Goodbye, B. Goodbye. Okay, are you ready? Let's all flap our wings and fly back home together. Hop three times with me, then into my book bag. Here we go. One hop, two hops, three hops, and we're in. We've had a big adventure within our book bag. And I think we saved the day. We'll see you next time. Goodbye, book bag. Now it's time to fly away. Whoa! Just like that, the magical land of New Alchemy, the Merlin School of Magics, and our new friends Easton and Bee are gone. I'm sure going to miss them. 
There's a low fog that has returned all around us. And we're spinning and spinning as flashes of lights and sparkles go off all around us. That adventure was incredible. We met Harry Houdini and learned about the art of illusion. And we visited a magical world that's completely different from our own. And you were a huge help, Reader. We couldn't have saved New Alchemy without you. Reader, what parts of today's adventure will you remember the most? What illustrations are you thinking about drawing? If you had fun on today's adventure and want to have even more magical adventures at home, you can read any of the books in my book bag. A complete list can be found at thereadingbug.com slash adventures. Hey, we're back! You're right! We're back home having learned an important lesson. The real magic is in each one of us. And the ideas in your imagination are some of the most magical because... When you're a reader, you're a leader. You're ready to learn about everything as you grow. You'll show this world that you can be anything. You could write a book or fly a plane. Build a house with a giant crane. Whatever you do, one thing will be true. There's nothing you can't do. You can see it through just by being you. Cause you're a reader, you're a leader You're ready to learn about everything As you grow, you'll show This world that you can be anything You could sing your way into a Broadway show Don't let anyone tell you no Whatever you do, one thing will be true There's nothing you can't do You can make your dreams come true Just by being you Thank you for adventuring with us today, reader. It's time to go now, but I can't wait to see you on our next Reading Bug Adventure. Goodbye. Bye-bye. It's a Reading Bug Adventure. There's lots of fun in store. Just inside our book bag, there's new places to explore. Grab your crayons and paper and your imaginations too. The Reading Bug and I can't wait to share our trip. Today's episode of Reading Bug Adventures is sponsored by Sourcebooks, an independent publisher that is changing lives book by book. Thanks to Sourcebooks for your support of today's Reading Bug Adventure. And thank you for joining our adventure today. I'm Lauren Savage, and today's adventure was an original story written by Diane and Brandon Savage. This episode was performed by me, Chloe, Riley, and Brandon Savage, and by Shannon Shern and Rob DeCruz. Original music was written by me, Diane Savage, and Ross Gruet. Sound mixing and mastery was done by Resonate Recordings. The Reading Bug is our family-owned independent bookstore in California, and we're passionate about educating, entertaining, and engaging young readers of all ages. Learn more about us at thereadingbug.com and about our personalized subscription box service at readingbugbox.com. And please support the passion, expertise, and creativity that exists in every independent bookstore by continuing to shop with us or other local independent booksellers. Thank you. We'll see you next season.